I've seen this Drago fight. Drago is a super athlete. I know I can beat him. Hey, Paolo, look, maybe the show is over. You got nothing more to prove. He thinks he's fighting for the whole country, but his reasons are wrong. I'm asking you, as a friend. Stand in my corner. Hello, you are listening to Off Radar with me, James Smith, me, Neil Brock. And me, James Etop. It's a movie podcast! We can do characters that fly and shoot laser beams and do woo! Beneath all of that, it's all about friendship. Playing the drums until his hands are bleeding. Each week, one of us picks a movie that all three of us either haven't seen in many years, or in some cases, haven't seen at all. We each head off and watch the chosen movie, return to the microphone, then waffle about it for your listening pleasure. Furthermore, if you want to join in and suggest a movie for us to watch, why not tweet us at Radar Podcast or email us on OffRadarPod at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, share and review. It really helps getting the pod out there. For now, strap in, turn the volume up and let's go Off, off Radar. radar. <laughs> I think you need to turn off Etox camera already. Hey guys, we hope you are doing well and hopefully enjoying a little bit of time off over this festive period. Now, just a heads up that next time will be our last episode of Series 2 and is our end of series leaderboard. So every week we review our films out of 10 and we have kept track of every single one of them. So we will do a leaderboard to see where every film falls over Series 2. So be sure to check that out. Now this week it's a bit of a different episode, so James Etock sent me and Nige uh, a WhatsApp message, a voice message, and I kind of thought that you guys might want to hear it. So Sylvester Stallone has recut Rocky IV, done a director's cut of it, uh, in 2020, and it came out at the end of 2021. It's called Rocky vs. Drago, and uh, James Etock has done a, I guess, a see it or skip it. So, if you've seen Rocky IV before, I don't think this is really going to spoil anything for you, but you might want to decide if you want to watch it. You can rent it on Amazon Prime. It also came out at selected cinemas and theatres worldwide. So, for now, let's hand over to James for his Rocky vs. Drago. See it or skip it. Good evening, gentlemen. So, unexpected little message here. I just watched Rocky IV, the director's cut. I I trust you're both well versed in Rocky IV, very iconic 80s movie. Yeah, very of its time. Uh, I'm basically giving you this review, I guess, in the just to encourage you that you don't need to see this film. It's I firstly, I appreciate and respect the fact that Stallone wanted to do this and did this because it's like oh okay well it sounds you know what, what an interesting thing what a unique thing to do movies don't often get that however at the end of the day it's utterly pointless and some of the some of the new basically all it amounts to is a few scenes that you go oh that's cool to see like bonus dvd or blu-ray scenes or deleted scenes or something because all the alternate edits and stuff alternate takes are just so pointless. Like the first seven minutes of the film, the first seven minutes of the film are Rocky Three, And I'm not talking about the fight. 
it starts with bits with Rocky on his motorbike where he chucks the helmet at the statue, um, fighting Mr. T, but not to the, we don't get the Eye of the Tiger soundtrack, and there's a reason for that. So the film starts, and then you don't even see, you know, ding, ding. You don't even get that, where they, you know, boom, the freeze frame at the start of, you know, tail end of Rocky 3, start of Rocky 4. You don't even get the classic freeze frame. It's it's so strange. Like, the pay, like this is the best way to put it. You know, I, I think we know our films pretty good and, you know, what makes a good film, what makes a bad film. And obviously everything's an opinion. doesn't make it fact. But the pacing on this film is so all over the place. Like, on this version of the film. So the first seven minutes, like I say, are Rocky 3. Like, not even I'm not even joking. It, it, you finally get into Rocky 4 at eight minutes. And even then, the first scene from Rocky... Four is Apollo in the swimming pool throwing the ball to the dogs. You get you get about twenty seconds more dog action. So oh, so glad we saw that he had three dogs because I was never sure about the original Rocky. Nineteen minutes into the film, so this is twelve minutes after Rocky Three has ended. Twelve minutes later, we're watching the exhibition match between Apollo and Ivan Drago. And the crazy thing is, there's because of the pacing so screwed up. It just seems to come out of nowhere. You know, we, we don't, obviously, we don't get the robot at all anymore. Oh, that was the other thing about this film. He has removed all of the humour, like, so much of it. And also, <laughs> it's so bad, but he must really look back on that movie and go, I hate my ex-wife, Bridget Nielsen, because she is removed so much from this film. All her lines... Remember, like, the, the classic thing, uh, you know, can you explain Ivan Drago's uh, inhuman strength? Like your Popeye, he ate his spinach. Ha, 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 gone. The bit when Ivan, at the end, lifts up the baddie and she shouts, Ivana! You know, she's, um, that's removed. Her talking to Apollo's wife before the fight, the exhibition fight, and goes, um, of course, they're fighters, not warriors, or not, not army men or whatever. I hope we could be friends. All of her dialogue is gone. I think, I th- you know, the bit where they're doing the press conference and they're like, why in Russia? All of her dialogue is gone. It's scary. I mean, if, if I'm Bridget Nielsen watching that film, which I'm not, and I doubt she would anyway, she'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> he literally removed me completely from the film. Yeah, all the humour's gone. What, what's, the, what's one of the funniest lines in the film, gentlemen? I see three of them. Hit the one in the middle. That's right. Hit the one in the middle. The humour from the line is not only Paulie's line, it's Duke's reiteration of the line. That's right. You know, that's some good advice. Hit the one in the middle. He takes out that final line. So now all you get is, I see three of them. And Paulie just goes, hit the one in the middle. And he's like, okay, Rocky, gotta get this. It's like you've just removed what makes that scene funny. Remember after the press conference between Apollo and um, Ivan Drago, and uh, I, uh, Apollo turns to Rocky and he goes, how was that? And he, a little loud for my taste or whatever. And they go off. Ivan Drago knocks over like this. Um, there's a, a cardboard cutout of Apollo and he knocks it down. And the camera just zips to um, Ivan Drago. He's just pushed down this thing and it just freezes. And then it crossfades. In this one, he pushes it down and it's already crossfading. So you don't get that moment where you see like, Dum, and it's, uh, I, I don't know what he was thinking in the edits. Some of the editing in this is, there's one scene where he's talking to his kid on the bed. Um, I mean, the kid in that first film, uh, sorry, in Rocky IV was a terrible little actor anyway, so removing him's always good. But in this, Rocky, <laughs> there's a single shot of Rocky talking to his kid for 50 seconds, monologuing about 
when you're going up against, you know, all odds kind of thing. And it's just, you don't get any reaction shots of the kid. So Rocky could just be talking to a wall and probably was in that scene, to be honest. Yeah, it's really weird. Like, um, a few, the only good things are about this movie, I think, is the first round of the exhibition fight between Apollo and uh, Drago. It feels much more tense, if that makes sense. It's There's something more concerning about it. I don't know if it's the way he's he's restructured the, the fight, but it's like, oh, this looks... Um, yeah, there's a great moment after Apollo first goes down and uh, gets to his feet. In this version, when he's back on his feet, you can see he's really like visibly shaken by it. Um, I know, it, obviously, in the in the original film he was, but here it hangs on him a little longer, and you get that real uncertainty on him. But at the same time, I say that I praise it in one sense, but also during the opening when um, James Brown, you know, introduces Apollo Creed as it was in that wonderful opening. Stallone removes one piece of exposition that you really need, which is um, Rocky, Duke and Paulie entering the arena. It's just like a very quick shot in the original. That's removed in this. So the first time you see Rocky in that sequence is when Adrian looks across to him like, you know, is all this pomp and ceremony necessary? She kind of gives him that look. And it's, it's weird that he makes decisions like that throughout this edit. And speaking of entrances, uh, Drago's in his Drago's entrance in his fight with Rocky um, is so much better in this. So in the original, he kind of makes his way to the ring and then you get the big um, political thing with the, you know, uh, anthem and everything and the big gorgeous painting of uh, Ivan Drago. You still get that, but his entrance, um, Stallone really hangs onto it for quite a while. I, dare I say he milks it, but it's really, really well done. You get this sense that this is the ultimate big baddie. There's, there's a shot that I think is in the original where he stood in the entranceway and he's backlit. So there's all this like, like light surrounding him. It also makes his legs look slightly cartoony. But um, yeah, it's a, a, like a really, really good entrance for Drago. You get a sense of like, oh shit. And the final round, because the Rocky um, Ivan Drago fight, I mean, yes, it's different in places, but to be honest, it doesn't make it better. There's, and there's a few things in this film where I honestly believe Sylvester Stallone has recently recorded dialogue because in the first round, Rocky gets knocked down and out of nowhere, you're in his head and he's like, you got to get up. you got to get up, Rocky. It's like, what? This, isn't, this doesn't make sense. And there's a bit, you know, when he's looking in the mirror, um, when he's in the cabin in Russia, there's something you know, like... The beautiful thing about the original scene is he's looking in the mirror, he's looking at the photo of Adrian or whoever, and it's and it's all about the face, the emotion. You don't need to, and in this one he's like, what did you say? It's just, I don't, we don't need to hear that. But yeah, the I, I would end it with this. Uh, this is probably the, the most, I guess not, I don't want to be like a dick, but like the most damning thing I can say about it. Rocky, Rocky? <laughs> Sylvester Stallone is trying to make Rocky for a film that it is not. Like, he's taken a film that was made in the 1980s in a certain way, in a certain style, directed and edited back then, perfectly for that time, for that part of the movie um, franchise, as it were, saga, and he's trying to turn it into Rocky Balboa, if that makes sense, which is, you know, a great Rocky movie. But Rocky, you can't turn Rocky IV into 
you know, a more... Uh, it's hard to... St- it's, yeah, he's trying to make it a more serious film. Rocky Four works so beautifully because it's so of its time. It feels like a 1980s movie. It's got comic book characters. It's got over-the-top stuff. But he's trying to really water it down and, uh, you know, and try and... It, there's so many unnecessary reaction shots in this now. And if you go back and look at that YouTube footage where he's in the editing suite and he keeps talking about, as a director, I rarely... Back then, I was too scared to hang on shots of someone. So if someone said something or reacted, he didn't want to hang on it. So here, you get a lot of shots where it's someone just looking or has reacted or said something and it just stays there. And it's like, this is completely unnecessary. So, my end, I guess, review is, kind of going back to what I just said, it's completely unnecessary. So, if I was you, watch if you're really bored. Um, But yeah, completely um, an unnecessary thing. Unique, but I'll never watch it again. Yeah, if I was to rate this in the off-radar style I would give the original Rocky Four like a seven or something, because I think I've said before, probably said on the Rocky episode podcast we did, um, that I was never a big fan of it as a kid. I kind of was, because it was like comic book action. Then I kind of, you know, fell out of love with it and then rediscovered it many years later and thought, oh man, Rocky Four is a fantastically entertaining movie and of its time. So let's say I gave that a seven. I would probably give the 2021 version like a five. It's hard to give a rating because when you think about it, it's I'm basing my rating on everything that's changed. It's hard to kind of give a rating to a film that's been edited from something that you know is far superior and go like, oh, well, it's going to be less. But um, yeah, it's a tricky one, man. I don't know. I, I, like I say, I'd be intrigued, intrigued to hear what you guys think about it. But um, like I say, the whole point of this message was don't waste your time. <laughs> But um, yeah, anyway, that was my um, little Rocky review. I say little, it was 10 minutes. Um, I hope you're having a good Friday by the time you listen to this message. And yeah, I hope all is well. Breathe, don't be scared. Get up, you son of a bitch. All those fighters you beat, you beat them with heart. Get up, get up. Get up. Get up.